The views and opinions expressed by the guests on the following program do not necessarily represent those of Mark Radio, The Shepherd, or its advertisers. Welcome to The Shepherd at Work, a weekly program to help you learn how to live your Christian faith in every place you work and live. Host Mark Goldstein introduces you to individuals who are successfully and effectively engaging in marketplace ministry and gives you the tools you need to do the same. The Shepherd at Work is sponsored by the U.S. Christian Chamber of Commerce, building kingdom, business, and community. Now, here's your host, Mark Goldstein. And welcome to another edition of The Shepherd at Work. This is Mark Goldstein in the studio with me, as always, is the handsome Mike Gillen. Oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> and, right out of the chute. And on the phone with us from beautiful Nashville, Tennessee, is someone that I lovingly call Superman for great reason. <laughs> and I hope I don't stumble in this today, and, and Jason, and, and call you Superman again. But we have Jason Klein, who is the author of the book Financial 180, and uh, actually, uh, Jason, you were on with Mike almost a year ago on his show, Afternoons with Mike. Yes. Yes. Enjoyed it, man. I really enjoyed the first time, first radio interview I had ever uh, ever been a part of. So it was, it was really cool. That's really neat. Well, Mike is an outstanding interviewer and, and makes it wonderful for first timers. So, Jason, um, you have spent a career helping people. Uh, you've been in education and the nonprofit sector for what, over 20 years. Uh, but the last five years, you've been focusing on financial coaching. And you wrote the, this book, Financial 180 Give Generously, Save Consistently, and Live Wisely. Um, in the book, in the introduction, you actually described how the genesis of this is your finances were in the pits. Uh, you want to walk us <laughs> yeah. through that brief, briefly? Yeah, that's that's a nice way to say it. Um, yeah, I I was clueless, man. When 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 my wife and I got married over twenty years ago, uh, I she she brought no debt into our marriage. I therefore brought forty thousand dollars into mm. our marriage. Uh, Truck, pay, truck payment, um, credit card debt, student loan, just crazy mistake. Just, you know, because one, my parents, they never taught me. I don't think they were ever taught. Now, you know, I, I look back, had a conversation with my mom the other day. She's really turned it around, too. I was really proud of her. But just growing up, they they never taught us. And so I, I saw them stay in debt. I saw them always have car payments, uh, you know, borrowing against the house, all that kind of thing. And, and so when I got out of school, I started the same lifestyle. And that was basically the stories of my 20s, mm -hmm. of me just piling up lots of debt. Sure. So you had a like a come-to-Jesus meeting a, a while yeah. back. Uh -huh. And um, again, God gave you the blueprint uh, for, for this book, uh, Financial 180. Mm -hmm. Now, in, in the book, you describe four stages of finances. Uh, mm -hmm. And you described the first one as drowning. So what is that? Right. Yeah. Well, I just I saw as I started, you know, as as, as I started getting my finances turned around and 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 seeing the gosh how that felt and and you know how it helped and then I started walking with others uh, to help them and basically what I noticed and people would say they would say Jason I, I feel like I'm drowning financially and so really just got to thinking about 
you know, what's it look like? You know, what I, mean, I know what it looks like being underwater. I mean, you can't breathe. You're just trying to get to the top, trying mm-hmm. to keep your head above water. But uh, but that's where I just really saw that a lot of people, um, man, were just really struggling uh, to even get their head above water to breathe. That's the way they felt. And so sure. that was the first stage is that I knew a lot of people were drowning uh, financially. They didn't know where to go. All they felt like every month is they just kept getting deeper and deeper in the water. Mm. So then the uh, the next stage you describe as treading. Right. Yeah, so treading, I thought, okay, my, my, when we started putting this together, it's been a few years now, I thought, okay, when you're drowning in, in the water, what's the first thing you have to do to survive? you got to get your head above water so you can breathe. You know. And I thought about we've all been in water where we've been underneath or felt like we were drowning, or and, and we knew if we could just get our head above water, uh, we could at least breathe. You know, wipe our face off, look around, figure out where we are. Uh, but that that was the first step. And so, yes, I knew in order for people, the first thing they had to do was just get their head above water financially. And and I've got steps kind of how that what that looks like. Sure, uh, we'll talk about later. But it's yeah, that was the next. That was the first step. If you're drowning, let's get your head above water. Let's figure out what that looks like. All right, so what do you say to the folks that don't realize they're drowning? I mean, you have a lot of mm-hmm. people. They're just feeding their lifestyle and, mm-hmm. you know, not really looking at where that's taking them. So how, how can somebody mm-hmm. identify uh, if, if they're drowning? Right. Well, I, I basically, um, you know, there's, well, a lot of people, they don't want to admit that they're drowning. That That's one of the biggest things right. is they, they know they're in a bad shape. But I think we're all like that in certain ways is we don't really want to admit where we are. Um, and so just kind of look at their situation, you know, how much debt do they have? Do they have a plan? Are they able to, do they have anything in savings? Are they able to give, uh, that that's kind of the three things to look at. Are, you know, are you able to give anything to help others? Do you have anything in savings? Yeah. Um, do you, are you able to make your monthly payments each month? Are you struggling? Do you not, you know, a lot of people, they don't have enough money coming in mm-hmm. each month to be able to pay their bills. And so each month they're just getting more and more in debt. And so that's where I can tell people with, if they can answer those questions where they are with those three things are that, that will show if they're drowning or not. Okay. So then, and again, let's get, get back to treading. Um, What, what does treading look like? I know you give a lot of tools uh, for Mm -hmm. that, but basically what, what does it look like being in a treading state? Yeah. Let's think about just in water. Think about when you're treading in water. Is your head's above water. You can breathe. You know, you know you're not where you need to be, but at least you know, okay, I'm not dying here. I'm I'm actually able to survive. And so that's where financially is is being able to know, okay, I've at least got a plan here. You know, I'm 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 not I may not be moving ahead financially. Uh, but I'm at least not going deeper and deeper in debt. I've got a plan where I, I'm kind of stabilized for a certain amount of time, you know, for a time. Now, sure. the thing is, we know from treading in water, we can't tread water forever. But that is the first step in, in, in getting, you know, from not drowning, get our head above water. We're able there. We're able to breathe again, look around, figure out where we are. So that's where I just try to help people get, OK, if I can get you treading water again, one, you're able to breathe. You can calm. It's OK for now. We can't stay there forever. But at least we're in a spot where we're not feeling like we're dying. You know, we're not getting worse and worse. And so, yeah, just treading again, looking around and saying, okay, let's figure out how much I've got coming in. 
Let's figure out how much I've got going out. That's kind of the plan I take yeah. people through. Let's let's look at what you've got coming in. Let's look at what you've got going out. Where's it at? What can we cut? What kind of changes can we make so that we can keep our head above water? That And that makes a lot of sense. And as you're talking, I'm thinking, well, if somebody's drowning and they're going down under and they're underwater, mm-hmm. people don't know it. But right. if somebody's making the effort to tread, uh, you know, it's it's easier for folks to realize you're having issues and to maybe come around you. Uh, right. You know, you're you're drawing attention to the fact that maybe you need help. Well, when you when you got your head above water and you see what it's like to not be drowning anymore, you you can see a little bit of hope. You can have some peace to know. You know what? I, I I'm at least. I'm in a better spot than I was, but I've seen people go backwards. I've seen people that got their head above water and things were heading in the right direction, and they just didn't make any changes or stay committed to it, and next thing you know, they were back drowned again. So we all know that. We think about it. When we're treading water, we can't tread forever um, because eventually we'll get tired. You know, We'll, we'll want to sure. give up, um, but, but it's important that while we're treading is to use that time wisely to figure out, okay, what can I do now? to move forward to the next stage, you know, but it does get, like I said, it gives people hope and peace a little bit. Something can change. So before we talk about these, the next two stages, remind people that you went through those first two stages and you mm-hmm. saw it through. So before we take a break, give our listeners hope. If they're in that drowning or treading stage, give them hope of encouragement to uh, persevere. Okay. Yeah, because this is this is what I feel like really helps me be able to relate to people, is because I'm not just making up something or telling people something that they can do that I haven't already experienced. So I have seen what can happen when you're drowning and you decide to turn it around, do a 180, if you will, 180 degree turn. Mm-hmm. Is is I have seen with my own eyes of my life, but then also other people that I've met with and talked with. I have seen them, man, just go from them. I mean, they, they thought there was no hope. They thought they, they were just going to live this way the rest of their life. And when they started making some positive changes and turning it around, I've seen people, man, just go from one extreme to the other. Mm-hmm. And so I know it can happen. It's just it takes a lot. It takes dedication. It takes, you know, uh, patience. And it just takes that we surround ourselves with people who can keep us on the right path, that can keep us accountable and encouraged. So I just, I, I, it's been amazing what I've seen when people really went from drowning to treading and then on to the next stages. But all they, they just kept moving forward. Yeah, they made mistakes, they messed up, but they didn't give up. And that's what I tell people: you're going to make mistakes every day. You're going, and, that's, and, it, and that may be a reason you think, okay, I'm just going to give up. There's no sense of moving forward. But if, if you don't give up, if you keep taking one little step at a time, next thing you know, you'll be looking back and, man, you, drowning was like so far in your past. And again, I can relate to that because that's where I was. Sure. Well, we're speaking with Jason Klein, author of the book Financial 180. He's a financial coach, and we're going to be talking to him again after these brief messages. If you're a Christian business person and you want to meet people who want to do business with you, you need to join the Central Florida Christian Chamber of Commerce. Why? Because the mission of the Christian Chamber is to build kingdom, business, and community. And it all starts with the Christian principle of building relationships. To learn more about the Christian Chamber and all the different ways you can get engaged with hundreds of other Central Florida Christian business people, visit cfchristianchamber.com or call 407-258-3578. 
Hey, this is Mike Gilland, Operations Manager at the Shepherd Radio Network, with a special invitation for you to join me daily, Monday through Friday, for my show, Afternoons with Mike. Our show is aired at 3.05 p.m. and replayed twice, first the same night at 9.05 p.m., then the next morning at 10.05 a.m. It's my privilege to have a wide variety of guests on my show, ranging from senators to pastors, celebrities to singers and businessmen and women. The common thread to each episode is our goal to look at life through the lens of a biblical worldview. You can listen on air to any of the three Shepherd stations in Florida. Plus, you can listen online at our homepage, theshepherdradio.com. Listen on demand to our podcast, available on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. All you have to do is use the search phrase, Afternoons with Mike. Ladies, do you want the men in your lives to be better husbands, fathers, and providers? Men, do you want all that and more? Christ-led communities has the answer. With men's Bible studies and group experiences, Christ-led communities has a curriculum that meets most every man's spiritual needs. Visit clchq.org to learn about your opportunities to grow in Christ in a Christ-led community. The website again is clchq.org or 407-484-3899. Once again, here's Mark Goldstein. And we're back with Jason Klein, uh, author of Financial 180. And Jason, uh, I've got to tell the audience that uh, this is not a doctrinal thesis uh, on (laughs) finances. In fact, the the entire book, and I'm showing it to Mike, is my baby fingernail is still longer than this book. Mm -hmm. So, but it's it's a quick read, uh, great points on every page. So, uh, share with our audience how they can get one of these books. Sure, yeah, and I'll, I'll say first, I wanted to write a book. If I, I never thought I'd write one, first of all, but I wanted to write a book when I decided to that one that anybody would read, and I wanted a book that even I would read because mm-hmm. I am not a good reader. Now, my wife's a librarian. She reads hours every night, but I wanted a book that everybody would read, so it's 95 pages, Big font and a few pictures, so that you can read it pretty quick. But uh, but yeah, so it's it's really the easiest way is on Amazon. Uh, you go to Amazon and and and, and type in Financial One Eighty, you'll see the book's a green book, and it's uh, again, it's just been a real blessing. I'm really thankful that I was able to write it because I feel like it's helped a lot of people. That's good. And by the way, if you live in Central Florida and you want a copy of this book, if you're the first person to call me at four zero seven. Four eight four three eight nine nine. I'll give you my copy. So, <laughs> so we're we're back with uh, with Jason Klein. So Jason, we talked about drowning and treading, but mm-hmm. there is good news. The next step is swimming. So yeah. walk us through that. Yeah. So we we first were drowning. Uh, people thought had no hope, no peace, no plan. First thing we do, we're able to get their head above water, which we call treading. That allowed them to breathe. That allowed them to look around, figure out where they were, to think, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm heading in the right direction. But we all know, as I said earlier, we can't tread water forever. So while we're treading, we look around. It's just good to look, look around. Where are, where am I, and what's the right direction to go? Because if we're not careful, we could start swimming in the wrong direction. But we think, okay, that's the way I want to go. That's towards shore. That's where I want to get. So I start swimming, and this is where really we just start working the plan. 
is during the trading, we're, we're getting somebody a plan, figuring out what they have coming in, what they've got going out, figure out, okay, what's the plan? What do I do on payday? What's what's the what what do I do till the next payday? And then swimming is that next thing. Now we're heading towards land. We're uh, hopefully the the, the th- thing I thought about with the swimming is at first, yes, we're in deep water, but the goal is is that we're swimming towards the land. Is the water is going to get more shallow and more shallow? So if we just keep swimming towards the land, then we're going to get ourselves in a better spot. We're going to become safer because we're not in as deep of water anymore. And so that was the next. There's drowning, treading, and swimming. And it seems like with swimming, you accomplish that by a paddle at a time. And that uh, it does take a while to get to your destination. But, Mm -hmm. but again, I think it comes back to the the discipline, doesn't it? Right. uh, Jason, as far as it's all about discipline. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, not giving up. Keep on going just, again, one at a time. And, and you know, you, you look at – you think at the time, well, I'm not moving very fast or, you know, whatever, but but I can look back in a few minutes, and I can see how far that I've come. You know, you in budgeting terms, you look back in a month, in two months, you're like, man, I am farther away from where I was. I'm, I'm improving. I can see the, 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 the changes that I've been able to make in my life. That is cool. Yeah, finally somebody gets to their destination and they are waiting. So mm-hmm. uh, help us with that one. Yeah, well, that's a good country term. We use that term up here in Tennessee called waiting. And basically, you know, in knee-deep water. And, you know, it's interesting, Mark. When I first wrote the book, the last step I had was running. I had the guy out of the water. And the more I got to thinking about it, I thought, you know what? We never really get out of the water financially. We've always got to be careful. So I changed it to waiting. I was picturing being in knee-deep water, ankle-deep water, um, because, yeah, now I, I don't have to, to worry about swimming anymore. I, I'm, I'm, I can stand up. I'm, I'm safer. And But at the same time, I thought, well, I still got to be careful because you know the water could still – I think about being in an ocean and being in the knee-deep water and a wave could knock me down. Uh, or you know something underneath the water, jellyfish or whatever, or the undertow could suck me back in. Or even I thought about when I was at the ocean and I looked up and my kids were in front of me, and the next thing I know they're 20 yards down and they they got off they go and so they they had the the current had moved them down a little bit and they didn't even know. So I got to thinking, how does that relate financially? We've been swimming. The goal is to get to where we can stand up on our own in water, and how cool that is financially to be able to like. Wow. Okay, I can I can stand up now. I don't have to swim anymore. I'm in the best spot I've been in, but I still have to be careful because I could still make mistakes that cause me to go backwards. I could still get off track, just like I talked about my kids being 20 yards down the beach. If I'm not careful, I could still, you know, mess up. Yeah. But yet I'm in a good spot to where I can breathe. I'm safe. I paid my, down my debt. I'm, I'm doing well with my finances. And, you know, it's just cool. It's just a natural progression there to go from swimming, uh, drowning, to treading, to swimming, to wading. So, Jason, I know you are a wonderful man of God, strong faith. <laughs> and uh, you didn't just write this book for your, your health. I mean, when it, right. it isn't a, uh, you wouldn't pick it up and say it's a religious book, but I don't mm-hmm. think you can read any page without seeing um, unpublished uh, scripture references in there. Mm-hmm. Right. 
Yeah, I, I I did not want. I know. I mean, there's not everybody's believer, and and I, I work with people that, you know, they they don't know know the Lord, and 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 but but I'm hoping that through my book, through me interacting with them, I hope that they can see Christ in my life. I hope that the way that I talk, that they see something's different about me. And so, as I wrote it, yeah, I mean, because I know that the biggest reason that I have been able to go from drowning to treading to swimming to waiting is because of God's blessing, God's help. God's forgiveness of, of me. I mean, if it wasn't for him, I would still be in a gutter somewhere financially. But I give all the credit to him. But yeah, it's 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 little things that are along the way that hopefully people can see that this guy loves Jesus. Mike, you wanted to Yeah, you know, the whole illustration you gave Jason about waiting. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. uh, as I'm sitting here listening to you tell Mark that illustration and I'm thinking you're up in Nashville, you're you're out there in the lakes or in the river. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I know some rivers do have toes and all of that. But then I was thinking about, you know, down here in Florida, we would deal with these rip currents and people mm-hmm. think they're safe waiting. You're right. Uh, yeah. And they, they are, they, you know, all of a sudden I've seen, well, one friend of mine almost drowned because he was mm-hmm. uh, he was basically sucked out with a rip current. And yes. it, it was very close, very close for him. And he's an adult, had children. They were all watching it. And I thought your illustration was really apropos when you think about rip currents, because a lot of times people can get themselves back into, like you said, where they think they're okay. And, mm-hmm. you know, the Bible talks about when they cry peace and safety, then comes sudden destruction. And so we've just always got to be vigilant. We've got to keep our eyes open. Yes. And I thought your advice was great on that. Thank you. I, you know, and, and I, I compare finances is, is a lot like trying to eat healthy. Um, is I can eat healthy and make right decisions and I can lose weight and get in better shape. But if I'm not careful, I can easily get a little too confident put my guard down. Next thing you know, I have gained all that weight back because I stopped doing what what was working for me and I got a little lazy. And that's the same thing financially. I've seen people go from drowning to, to waiting and they let their guard down, quit, quit having a plan, quit doing things right. And next thing you know, they were back in trouble again. And that, that's, that's heartbreaking. Jason, before uh, we finish this show, I'd be remiss to yeah. not talk about the subtitle of your book, Give yeah. Generously, save consistently and live wisely. And what really the genesis of my question before about the faith in this book is the fact that you lead with give, Mm -hmm. give generously. So uh, help our audience uh, with your take on giving. Yeah, that's giving is so important. I I want one give because I feel like as a, as a follower of Christ, that's what I'm supposed to do is give, give to my church. I, I support people that, you know, that are in ministry, that, that are raising their support, being able to help somebody that's going through a hard time or just, and, that, and, and that's where, as the older I've gotten, I want to become a better giver because I've learned, I mean, that's that's what we're supposed to do, whether it's giving of our time, giving of our money, giving of our talents, whatever. So giving, I've seen, is, is, is the, be- the more I've given over the years, the more God's just turned around and blessed me. Not that I give to be blessed, but I've just learned that's the most important thing I can do in life is to give to others. And so that's why that's the first thing is that as you're walking through this process from drowning, treading, swimming, uh, waiting, is that the goal with giving is that you become a better giver. Because most people, when they're drowning, they're not able to give anything. They want to, but I help them as they walk through these stages. The goal is, is as you get in better shape, 
as you move to the next step, let's increase your giving a little bit. Let's increase your giving. And 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 then over time, you look back, well, wow, I'm able to give a bunch more because I'm not paying it in debt every month. I'm not paying off payments. Absolutely. Well, Jason, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show. One more time, yeah. I'll let our audience know uh, how to get the book. Yeah, just go to Amazon, again, the easiest way there, um, and just type in Financial 180. Uh, really, I, again, it's uh, get a copy. I, I give away copies. I, just, I, I keep copies in my truck because I'm always talking to people that are struggling with their finances. And I, hey, take a copy. Get a copy of this. Here you go. Take this. <laughs> if I can help you with it, great. So, yeah, use it. It's a great ministry tool that, again, it's small. People can read it. It's not overwhelming at all. Well, Jason, again, thank you so much for being a guest on our show. And I look forward to seeing you, whether you come down here or I come up to Nashville. Yes, sir. One one way or another, I need my Superman fix. (laughs) For for Mike Gillen, this is Mark Goldstein and Jason Klein. Have a wonderful day. We'll see you next week. You've been listening to The Shepherd at Work. Tune in next week as Mark will introduce you to another marketplace leader who will show you how to live your Christian faith in every place you work and live. The Shepherd at Work, sponsored by the U.S. Christian Chamber of Commerce, building kingdom, business, and community. The preceding was a Mark Radio production.